welcome back to the movies made us do it how are you doing matt i'm pretty good other than being exceedingly hot excellent well that's good <laughs> i've just given away the first uh the well one of the the tv show that we're going to be talking about later um because it was already up there but oh my god do we have something to talk about yeah i've just remembered i should have talked to you about this before we started the show but now actually maybe i shouldn't have maybe it's better that we get the show started and then we talk about these things because often we have these conversations before the show starts and then we have to have the conversation again yes i have gone from loving the look of that initial monsters teaser to being fucking horrified at the absolute shit show <laughs> that was that last trailer fuck me are they actually joking i i don't think i've seen a worse trailer for a mainstream from a mainstream studio it's fucking terrible like i was what i literally thought it was a joke i was like is this a joke like i don't i know i know people have put it in black and white now and it does look better in black and white but fucking hell what was your thoughts because i i could i've never been because i was so hyped for this this movie i was really looking forward to it i thought that initial teaser i was like they've got it it's properly like the monsters it's not like the monsters at all and it and it looks it looks cheap they're not acting it's not like a sitcom family show which is what the monsters is supposed to be (laughs) like i don't even know what this is who is this for (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it, feels, it, it definitely feels like it's a prequel. Well, it clearly is, yeah. Um, I, I kind of liked it. Did you? I hate it. I, I, I absolutely hate it. I want to. I'm. By the way, though, I really hope I'm wrong because I really want this to be cool. I, yeah. I'm hoping that when I see the show, it'll be great. But Jesus Christ, I'm glad you liked it. I, <laughs> I think the thing is, is it, it's. I, I oh, this is it's, it's a diff, this is difficult because do you know someone I, said to I, me uh, porn parody, and that's exactly oh, what it looks like. Oh god, that does sound like it. It literally looks like a porn parody. Parodies are usually better than a lot of the. Well, <laughs> so I mean, that, there is that. Anyway, the superhero ones are, are, are hilarious because they get the costumes better. Right well, that's better probably than... that's probably because they've gone to like their local Smithies and bought you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, this is, the thing is, is it, I, 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 I'm still hopeful. Mm. Um, I want to be wrong. I so want to be wrong. I want this movie to be amazing. It weirdly, sort of crammed in all these little bits and pieces that they've taken from, you know, like Herman in the in the sort of the the the, the biker outfit singing. Yeah, and... they, I mean, I I will say this: like Rob Zombie is clearly a huge fan of the monsters yeah. and understands a lot of the monsters mm-hmm. which is why it's really weird that that the content of the trailer feels so removed from from the core of the monsters yeah. like i'm seeing things from the monsters i'm seeing yeah. the monsters obviously i'm seeing references all over the place um, but the story is like no this is meant to be a family in suburbia like the monsters were a they're they're monsters like i mean like the adams family know they're weird right yeah that's their thing the monsters think they're an ordinary family even though they're not and in this trailer it's really obvious that they know they're monsters and do do you know what i mean it is lost it's lost the core elements of what makes the monsters for me i I don't know i think at the the end when they when the woman 
collapses. That felt that feels more like the monsters, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, whether it might just be that that the the prequel bits very early in the film. Yeah, I I kind I know some people have said maybe this is just his thing for the trailer. I hope so. I hope so. Show's going to be the the film's going to be about. Um, I was you know I love Sherry Moon Zombie. Um, and I, I, thought, I am very uh, hit and miss. So it was kind of obvious he was going to make her Lily from the from the from the beginning. Yeah. However, I think in the right role she's fine. I'm not sure about that voice she was doing. No, that was very odd, and I and I thought Herman's voice was a bit odd as well. Yeah, but, um, uh, I thought Grandpa was. Grandpa's great. I even I'm even like coming around to the mustache thing. Yeah, the, I, I I I'm not quite sure why the. I don't know, but his performance is is spot on, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Um, And Herman's is fine. Herman's just feels like someone doing a a slightly dodgy impression. Yeah. Um, But it's fine. I mean, all the sort of mannerisms are there, the looks there. Mm -hmm. And I can can kind of see why he chose the colours he did. Oh, for sure. You know, he, he obviously thought... He, he he painted them the colours that they kind of are in the, originally, but you yeah. didn't because it was back and white. Well, he's obviously but going for Technicolor, but late the... movies. Yeah, exactly. He he decided. I guess he sort of wanted to make the rest of the world more hyper intense so that they would fit in better. I guess. Yeah. Um. I don't know. <laughs> I think the trouble is it's very obviously digital Technicolor rather than genuine Technicolor as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think. It would have been better if they would have done it in black and white. I, I, well, well, I've seen people have taken the scenes and put the them in black and white. Yeah, it actually, looks way better. Is much better. Yeah, um, I don't. Yeah, I. We'll see. I, I'm glad you I'm, like I'm, it. Though. I'm so. Well, the thing is, like, I'm still sort of hopeful, and I know I've I've seen a couple of um like. I'm just hoping I'm wrong. I love. I'm still going to watch it because I, I, you I'm, know, you know, I, I was I was a fan as a kid and stuff. Oh and yeah, I, huge. You know, I grew up watching it. Um. I'm not as, you know, intensely up on everything about the monsters. I'm not the, you know, so I've seen a few people who are. I like wouldn't claim proper, to be an expert, but yeah, yeah, exactly. I've seen experts talk about it. Okay, and most of them really hate it. <laughs> so it's kind of it does make me think. Oh, but you know, I don't. I don't want to hate it. I want. Oh no, me either. I, I will I, give I, it a I shot. Want, I want to be hopeful. Yeah. It, it certainly didn't turn me off. I, I, I did. There were some odd choices, but I thought, okay, mm. I'm still, I'm still. That's really board. cool. We we had a very opposite reaction to that trailer. I almost texted you, just being like, "What the fuck?" Is this? <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. Um, but oh, then let's hope. I mean, it's out pretty soon, so uh, I, yeah. I guess we will certain. I will certainly watch it and review it. So uh, you know, we'll give it a go. Yeah. I, I just sort of think that. You know, he's clearly done doing his his own sort of thing with it, and I think he's being respectful enough. I didn't see anything that made me, you know, want to tear my hair out. It didn't look like he was destroying it or anything. No, I I just think it kind of misses the mark, and on a technical level, it just looks horrible. Mm. <laughs> like you know, it's it's kind of mm, I don't know. I, I'm I'm certainly willing to give it a go. Um, it's sort of. It, it I think it's because I was on such a high from the teaser. Yeah. I loved that teaser. The black and white teaser and then like now in Technicolor. That was great. And they should have just stopped there because they had me sold. 
it sort of looks like the video, you know, the the, the cartoon videos he does. He does. Yeah, it does. It actually. that feel to it. Yeah. So I, I was, I guess I was kind of expecting that to a certain degree. So it wasn't, I guess, so horrified. <laughs> yeah. It just it it did you know like the video to Lords of Salem or something you know that that sort of over bright cartoony style that he he really likes in his in, his, in some of yeah. his videos and I and it kind of looks like that and I I did, didn't mind it so much. Now that's a good point you bring up Lords of Salem because I I feel like uh, oh the film yeah I, I I feel like my my taste in, in Rob Zombie is opposite to most people's because that's my favorite of his films and I think it's most I people's least favorite. So don't know why people don't like Lords of Salem. I thought that was a fucking awesome it's movie. It's really good. Um, but it's, yeah, it's zombie, zombie's best. It's yeah. And Sherry's best. I think she's, yeah. she puts in a really good performance in that movie. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's probably her best performance, actually. Yeah. I mean, her her, her Firefly, you know... Yeah, um, Baby's iconic. Firefly is, is, is iconic. And, and you know, uh, part of me thinks that's mostly just kind of what she's like. Well, that's, that's the <laughs> Except reason... Except for not, not a complete psycho, obviously. That's the reason but, I hesitate to... to call that a, a great performance because i think it's yeah. like her just dialed up a bit you know I, I think so too whereas i think in in lords of salem i think that's an actual a, a proper performance yeah it's got a, a really great um you know female cast list of that but you know oh it's tremendous like, like horror icons yeah complete horror icons it's really, really i really enjoyed that movie i think it's she's great yeah. in um you know though i don't really like the movies she's great in the halloween movies as well like yeah. her performance is great in those movies um it wasn't yeah. here though i don't think not in this trailer but um no. anyway it... we, we went off on a tangent because i just suddenly remembered that i had to talk about that with you um but uh, you know, yeah, I, I would have brought it up later. So. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, you know, sometimes we get to the I... end of the show and we stop recording. And we're like, oh, we didn't mention that, and I was like, no, this <laughs> I need to talk about this. I need to talk about it. I, I'm still hopeful. Let's put it that way. I'm, I still, I want to be wrong. I'm gonna go in wanting to love this because mm. I really, I've been so looking forward to this. You know, especially seeing the set because he built the whole you know rebuilt yeah, the whole set, and it's so lovingly recreated mockingbird lane it just looks mm-hmm. amazing um so yeah i, I hope i'm wrong but, and it's yeah. got you know um it's got some some great little um cameos in it as well you've got oh yeah sylvester mccoy and um you've got uh, elvira uh or cassandra peterson if you prefer uh, <laughs> yeah i think she's just elvira now but i think she's cassandra peterson in this i think she's not um she's I think she's playing the bad guy. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think people just know her as Elvira, though. Oh, like, like, that's just, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, let's talk about some movies we have seen. Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to kick us off? Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll start with uh, Terror on the Prairie. Terror on the Prairie. Tell yeah. us all about it. So this is the latest uh, Gina, Gina Carano movie. Yeah. Um Kind of is why I really watched it the much, you know, I wanted to watch this movie for her really more than anything else. Uh, it's it's a western, so that's you know that's a plus. Yeah, you're you're a huge western fan, so you know. Uh, so it's directed by Michael Polish, and uh, it stars Gina Carano, uh, Nick Sirkri, uh Donald Corona, Caroni, Corona. 
Okay, I'm not sure how you pronounce that, but um, <laughs> and it's so it's it's basically the tale of um, Hattie and Jeb, who are homesteaders uh, in in Montana. And at the very start, it's um, it starts off with this guy running away from uh, like a posse of horsemen, and he gets captured and then gets scalped. Okay. Uh, and the um, Circe or Circe, the Nick Circe's captain, is the is the leader of this little band of um, of guys who, mm-hmm. and uh, he's. Oh, he's he's your sort of um, I would say a massively cliched written uh, written bad guy. He's, he's every Western villain ever. Yeah, he's you know verse quoting. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, you know, and you know all that sort of stuff, and he's got uh, uh, some sort of vague um, sort of uh, oh, what's that code? But obviously, it won't, he doesn't live by it that well because he's a he's a obviously an evil bastard. Yeah. Uh, and then it goes to the, the homestead of of um, Hattie and Jeb, who uh, you find out basically that Jeb was a, a soldier during the the, the Civil War, and um, basically, it this it that they're struggling to, to sort of survive on this this bloody awful. Um, ranch and Gina's character is clearly struggling with the fact that she, she obviously came from money and I think and she, you know she she hates this life and they've got a, a little baby and they've got a young son um, and the, she is you know she, she kind of wants to go back to civilization basically and obviously her husband is you know no, you know, we, we were going to, this was the life we planned and this is the life we're going to make. Okay. Know, yeah. Make it, go ahead of it. <clears throat> and while he's in town trying to get some work or some, some money, um, this group of characters turn up to the house and, uh, the same group, presumably. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she sort of feeds them at first and then she sort of sees that they've got these scalps on the, on their horses and, um, there's a, a conversation about you know he he's singing Reb songs and the, their son sort of makes a comment about being Rebs and of course it sort of basically kicks off and Gina sort of tells them to get the fuck out and leave their guns and get out and so they do and of course they come out then then it becomes a sort of siege movie then oh okay where she's basically in the house with her children her children and they're on outside um, there's a lot of gunfire that clearly could have hit people in this movie <laughs> gunfire that clearly could have yes okay. there's lots of shots that you just think yeah well they're dead or she's dead <laughs> you're, in a, you're in a you're in a tiny wooden house yeah why are they missing in that range um, okay you know, even if you're a terrible shot at that range you're probably taking her face off um but you you, you, you try and suspend your sort of disbelief to a certain degree um i think Despite the fact that the captain, the, the the main bad guy, is terribly cliche ridden, the guy's performance is actually really good. He, for, for the most part, he's he's actually, you know, he, he's relatively believable if, you know, a bit one-dimensional. Sure. 
uh, Gina Carano is, is pretty good in her role, except for the fact that I'm not overly sure I buy her as a sort of... I think that they're, they're trying to sort of... Not exactly a meek woman, but they're, 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 she's, they're trying to come... Uh, you know, she, she, they're trying to make her this sort of, oh, you know, it's, it's hard work and it's terrible and this sort of... And Gina Carano... She's a, kind of the opposite of that. She's I guess. a very um, built lady, and there's one particular scene where she's fighting this dude, and you, uh, my, my head was just going, "Oh, that dude's just dead. There's no way this dude. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way this guy." It's called I mean, acting, she, Matt. She's not really severing their spines, and <laughs> no, I know. Just, I know it's all acting, but when the when the dude is like ha- looks like he's half her weight i was gonna say that the, the trouble is that that she is still built like an yeah. mma fighter and is like, kind of, to sort of they, they give her this sort of flouncy nighty that sort of they, i think they're trying to cover her size in it sure like, but then it's like you know like in the few job. the few episodes i saw of the uh, the mandalorian uh season one it's like yeah, he's screwed. Like she yeah. is like twice the size of this guy. You know, she's just gonna yeah. tear him apart. But yeah, she she's she's not a sort of you know meek prairie looking w- w- woman. She's a she's a big girl. You know, and... it's interesting actually. When I saw this this movie, you know, advertised, uh, mm. I I assumed that she was gonna be like an outlaw. I thought, yeah, I, I you know, thinking, which would play into her kind of strength. Hunter, maybe, or something. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, I think that would have made more sense mm. than trying to make her a homesteader. I guess maybe she wanted to, to you know, show off some acting and, and actually yeah. be like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do the opposite to what I'm known for. She's, you know, she's not terrible. Mm. She's. It's she's just this, the, you can't you can't change the fact that she is built like a brick shit house and yes yeah, exactly. yeah 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 um it's it's not a it's not a terrible movie um okay well, that's good but it's 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 not great either it was it was just just sort of very average right. um well i think the 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 her the, the guy playing her husband was a was a little sort of okay i'm i'm not sure i'd buy this cut them as a couple at all but right fine. um <laughs> The, the kid was the kid actor was fine. Um, it was, I mean, it was. It's all kind of. I mean, there's a bit where they go into town and and there's there's the sort of the town sort of set, but it was mostly just on this this sort of like this house and barn sort of thing. So that was you know that was it was fine. It, there's there's so many of those like wild west villages in America though, yeah, that yeah. they can go film at exactly. just really easily. It's it's not sort of hard no uh, but i it was okay it was i think it, it was it, it was just that it was an okay western okay yeah. um with with what with especially the bad guy i think that he he had a genuinely good performance um gina was fine uh that's all i can really say about it, it was just it was just a sort of a very average movie sure which is not you know it's not a bad thing it's but it's no 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 it it, it is yeah, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I and I think you know, I, I personally, I've just kind of watched it because I wanted to sort of support Gina. You know, I just wanted right. to see. Yeah, fair enough. I it looked okay. The, the trailer looked reasonable from, from yeah. what I remember of it. It's um, got some really nice gore in it. There's some some pretty practical. Yeah, some pretty, pretty nice little bits of, of, of gore here and there, which always which... down with that. 
Yeah, yeah, so, that, that, uh, you know. that's quite good. So, yeah. <clears throat> well, from one average movie to another average movie, uh, I saw Uncharted. Uh, oh. Yes, directed by uh, Ruben Fleischer, starring Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, and uh, Sophie Ali. Um, so obviously based on the video games, uh, <laughs> Uncharted video games. And, uh, you know, movie kind of opens with... Uh, well, it does that fucking irritating, like, open at the end and then flashback. Because oh, um, it has to do the, you know, we have to, to, you know, do the action set piece to open the movie. Uh, and, oh, remember this from the video game? Here it is. Um, here it is right at the start of the movie. Uh, but then but it... To be fair, you... you, you if, if, if you're going to do an Uncharted... You want to you wanna hit a few of those beats. You want to hit those buttons because... It's uncharted. I agree. I agree. Uh, it's it's just that I get tired with the the whole like start at the end. Then there, there's no reason back. anymore. Sometimes it works really well, but ninety percent of the time it's just annoying. Yeah. Um. But anyway, then it goes back in time, and we see uh Nathan is a young kid, uh, and his brother Sam trying to steal a map, and they get caught. Uh, and uh, Sam gets kicked out of the orf- orphanage. He kind of takes the fall um and uh, he basically leaves uh saying that he will return to nate one day um and he leaves him this ring saying that it, it belongs to their ancestor and then we go 15 years later nate's now a bartender in new york city and he also pickpockets on the side still looking about 12 still looking about 12 indeed <laughs> um and when he meets sully who's this fortune hunter uh who worked with sam he says he worked with sam and they were looking for this 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 hidden treasure of the uh magdalen crew and uh so you know he sully kind of hints that he has information about sam and where sam was or where sam could be so of course he he kind of gets nathan to to you know come along with him um and then we've got uh antonio banderas uh evil character who's evil uh, and uh basically he's after the money he's after the treasure himself and he's hired people to to get the treasure um this was it's it's okay like it's it's like you said with uh terror on the prairie it, it's so average and so like fine it's it's the most stock action movie it's not terrible it's just really derivative um it's like every every treasure hunting movie you've ever seen it's basically the dumb versions of those (laughs) you know what i mean like i know know exactly what you mean Um, like it's not terrible it's one of those things where it's like it's not terrible but the games are way more fun and all of the movies that it's clearly referencing are way more fun um Mm -hmm. it's got some nice towards the end it's got some really dumb but fun action set pieces yeah. Like they're literally having a gunfight on uh old pirate ships that are yeah. being held in the middle of the air and flown around on helicopters. Yeah, I've seen the I mean it's it's like ludicrous, but it's kind of fun. Um I, I think this film's biggest problem is that it's Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and Tom Holland. <laughs> now, Tom Holland is charismatic as fuck. And yeah. and he's great. He's, he's a really good Spider-Man. Yeah, he's fine in the movie. So's Mark Wahlberg. Fine in the movie. Neither yeah. of them convinced me for one 
one shot of this film that they were Nathan Drake or Sully. Not in the slightest. They're not even close. Uh, And I think that's the biggest problem with the movie. If you're, if you've gone in as a fan of the Uncharted series, he's really not (laughs) Nathan Drake. I mean, obviously we all know who should have played this and he's too old to play it. Unfortunately, Mm. I was hoping they might do like a flashback thing and you could have him as older Drake and yeah, you know, that, that would have been nice. I would have liked to have seen Nathan Fillion just, um, uh, you know, the, the the fan movie he made yeah is really really good really good yeah yeah really good and it's really disappointing that we never got that movie yeah that's the thing it's the movie we never got but Um, this this is not a terrible film though i I, I would say obviously chosen because he can do the runny jumpy yeah there are some scenes where you forget that he's not spider-man you know you're just like am i watching spider-man maybe (laughs) like because he I does do a lot of the, yeah, the, he's very, the swinging, climbing, he's, and he's gymnast, isn't he? He's, he can do. Yeah, all. I think he can legit do a lot of things, can't he? Yeah, actually? yeah. yeah. I, I mean, they just, uh, when he did his, uh, they they showed his um, his like test screener and stuff, and and, and his uh, audition tape with him just For like Spider Man. Yeah, it was just him doing flips and things, which was which was really cool. Hmm. So you can see why they would choose him to be Nathan. and he's a fine actor then you know you do sort of think yeah but there are stunt people for that there are and and the trouble is as well make it look like liam neeson is yeah yeah totally (laughs) i mean mean, for the most part i mean it gets a little silly towards the, the in the later ones but it definitely does um i mean the trouble is as well it's like i i kind of get where you're coming from as a studio if you wanted to make a franchise and you're like okay let's get someone young who yeah. can play the character and grow into the role the mm-hmm. trouble is as i'm sure i said with spider-man too uh and, and a few other films that, that tom holland's been in he's old now this is as old as he's gonna look he's not gonna like people keep thinking that he's gonna look older soon and he's not this is it this is like obviously he'll go gray eventually and he's not gonna get any bigger and he's not gonna get he's not gonna fill out he's not gonna you know he's always gonna have this babyish face that he's got and that's great and fine and it works for him um but he just doesn't have as charismatic as as he is in this movie has mm. charming as he is in this movie um you know and as acrobatic and and kick-ass as he can be in this movie i just don't buy him as is nathan drake and neither do i buy mark Wahlberg as sully but that's not a surprise i mean every will you know um no. so yeah overall it's it's fine i mean if you don't have indiana jones or national treasure to hand then <laughs> fine <laughs> you know why not yeah I, it's, I just, it feels like um trailers i thought were terrible and i, I just what couldn't is that? bring myself to watch it is it sahara or something like that oh the one with um mahogany yeah yeah it reminded me of that kind of that that like 2005 era action movie as yeah. it kind of feels totally like that uh if that yeah. makes sense when they were trying to bring action movies back and yeah doing a very good job of it yeah it feels like that it feels very much like that um but it's fine like i said it's not terrible it's not great it's very I mean, average have you you saw the is it red notice you have i seen red notice what's red notice yeah, it rings a bell one, it, it's the one with The Rock and um, Gal Gadot. Yes, I think I said practically the same. I, I'm pretty sure I gave practically the same review for that. Yeah, I yeah. Think, 
because I'm I was pretty sure we both reviewed we it. We did both review it, and I felt I'd forgotten it already, but I felt it, exactly yeah. the same way about that movie as I do about this. It felt very similar, and again, a very charismatic lead in The Rock. Mm-hmm. Very charismatic, Gal Gadot, mm-hmm. great, but it's just the script yeah, is I rubbish was, and average, yeah, yeah. And, and it just feels but very generic. Weird with with that Red Notice as well, because Netflix went all out with that movie. Yeah. Uh, it, it kind of blew my mind they spent all I mean, that money on those actors and then just came up with that average of a that plot. Was, you know, clearly um, uh, franchise bait. Oh, yeah. You know, there's that everything about that whole thing was, yeah, we're starting a franchise with this movie. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> really wasn't. No. <laughs> but yeah so there we go uncharted not great but not terrible if if you if it comes it'll end up on streaming at some point and if you're bored one afternoon yeah it'll pass a couple of hours <laughs> you know there's a place for those yeah i mean that's the thing isn't it it's it's okay if it's a sort of past the time movie then fine yeah exactly but anyway what else have you been watching matt uh, so, I also saw The Black Phone. Now, this is a film I wanted to watch. So, uh, directed by uh, Scott Derrickson, um, who'd previously done uh, The Sinister... Uh, I think he wrote The Sinister movie. Sure. Uh, and he, did, he directed The Exorcism of Emily Rose, and the biggest thing he's done, obviously, is uh, he directed Doctor Strange. Uh, the first one? Yes, the first okay, one. So, those are all films I enjoyed. Yes, so he was obviously he was supposed to be doing the second one, uh, but left due to creative differences. Uh-huh. Uh, and this was the movie he went and did instead. Okay, that explains the timing. Yeah, because uh, it was supposed to come out a while ago, uh, but then I think they the test audiences were re- were so good that they thought. Mm, We'll hold it back for a summer release. Oh, fair enough. So they they held it back for a bit and and they released it. I think it was. I've heard very good things about that. This. Month, I think they released it. So uh, it's set uh, in nineteen. Uh, I think it's seventy eight, and we are introduced to uh, Mason. Well, no, sorry, it's uh, Finn and his sister Gwen. Uh, so Finn played by Mason Thames and Gwen played by Madeline uh, McCraw, uh, and they are your sort of, uh, well, average uh, kids, in, in, a, in a American kids. Uh, they've got a dad who is basically a, a drunk. Uh, at some point, they lost their mother. Um, and what, you know, he, he, the, he, Finn is picked on at school. He's got a bully, but he, he, he's got a friend that actually sticks up for him. And uh, he sort of saves him from getting... Uh, a further beating at what at one point uh, and while this is going on kids have been disappearing um, okay. and the news are reporting are calling this somebody the grabber so basically you've got it turns out it's uh, ethan hawk who is who has this oh uh, he turns up in this van and it's oh i'm a part-time magician do you want to see a trick and basically he he ends up, you know, he grabs kids uh, like that, and then he takes them to a basement somewhere, and that's all you know at this point. So you you end up with Finn uh, eventually um, 
getting taken by the grabber. Um, and he wakes up in this the, the basement of this house, um, and the, it's, a, it's a really big room, um, and he's got a mattress, and next to the, the sort of bed, there is a black phone, which is not connected. Right. Um, and the Ethan Hawke's character, uh, the grabber, he comes down in this amazing mask, which has sort of interchangeable faces and stuff, which I think was designed by um, uh, Savini, Tom Savini. I, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure this is a Savini film. Yeah, it's a, it's a Tom Savini uh, I follow, mask. I follow him on Instagram, and I'm pretty sure he was promoting this pretty heavily when yeah. it released. Um, Ethan Hawke is bloody terrifying he ethan hawk in the right role is fantastic anyway. yeah. yeah he's he I've, I've always liked uh ethan hawk and he's really um terrifying is this guy who you know he comes he comes down he, he talks to him and he, he's sometimes seems slightly sympathetic and then you sort of think oh is he what's his get goal here what's, what's think, the deal but you think well clearly he's killed these kids yeah. so you know what's What's his deal? He basically leaves him to it, goes up to his room, and but he leaves this sort of door open, and the phone starts ringing. Uh, well, actually, he leaves the door. It's a bit later, but the the phone basically starts ringing, and at first there's no there's nobody there, and then after a while he gets somebody talks to him. He talks to him, and they the the voice on the other end is a, is a obviously it's a kid, and says it doesn't remember its name he says that's the first thing you lose when you're wherever we are and he, he says you know this is uh certain things he did do you know he he he's he'll leave a door open don't go through it don't because he'll beat you with a with the bit with his belt he wants you to come up the, the, the stairs he wants you to do this right and each each time the phone goes off he gets another one and one of the other guys that one of the other kids that gets grabbed was the kid that that saved him. He's this was was the the guy that was, was into martial arts and uh, loves horror movies and stuff. Um, while this is going on, Gwen, his sister, um, she has dreams. She has prophetic dreams where she sees things that have happened, and it it they basically the, what you you find out that. Her mother was the same, uh, but her dad, uh, you know, hated that side of her. And he said, they're just dreams. There's no such thing as seeing, you know, these things. They're, they're, they're just dreams. That's all they are. And, you know, he's a mean drunk. And she's, she's she talks to, there's a, there's a bit where the police turn up. Right. And um, this girl... Apparently at school, she talked to this girl and she said that there were black balloons there. And of course, that wasn't released by the police. So the police are interested in how she knows that there were black balloons at the scene. Yeah. So they, you know, they talk to her and she says, I see things and stuff. And of course, her dad's furious that, you know, she's telling people that she can see things. <clears throat> and the, with the, with the, with Finn and the telephone that each new voice is in it's like a different kid but he's telling him something that they did when they were there that will help him so you okay. can see, you can see this sort of you know what 
kind of you can see what's going to happen. You can, you, you can, it, it, it's, 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 I wouldn't say telegraphed as a sort of, you know, it's telegraphed in a very bad, it's not, it's just that you, you can, you can see what they're doing, but I think, you know, it's, it's done because you're, oh, how do I put this? It's not that it's, it's telegraphed in a bad way, like, you know, oh, you can see it coming a mile off, but it's literally, well, yeah, that's, they're helping him. It's, they're, they're trying to get him out of this awful situation he's in. Yeah. Um, I would say, in a lot of circumstances, we, as we said in horror movies before, you don't need motivations for some of the bad guys. You don't need no. Michael Mars' motivations. No, so, some, some characters are made better yeah. when you don't know. However, I think with this particular character, there are so many hinted at things that it makes you go, oh, I want to know what that is. There's, there's a, a bit where the, one of the voices on the phone says about him, um, he hears the phone, but he doesn't believe it. Sure. He, does, he doesn't want to believe it. And you think, oh, that's interesting. But they don't tell you anything else. You, never, you don't find out, you know, how he hears it or why he hears it you know sort of thing so there's these little hints and maybe they'll do a sequel that tells you those things i don't know but mm. that i thought was a i i I'm, honestly in this case i i'd like to have known a bit a bit more um there were some some truly you know t- little terrifying bits that you know you really fear fear for this kid's you know safety um I really thought that the two the two main kids, um, Mason and Madeline, were absolutely spot on. You really believe them as these lovely brother and sister who who sort of protect them each other, you know, from their dad. And you know that 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 they were really great performances, really great characters. Mm. Uh, Ethan Hawke again is just just brilliant. Um, Jeremy Davis plays their dad, uh, and he's you know. He, he's he's actually he's good in the the, the small role that he he's got. Um, yeah, it's a really really nice, well done little horror movie. It it really so, does look that, yeah. Yeah, there's some really great tension. There's some really good um, I'm not not jump scares exactly, but just little creepy performances and you know sort of nasty sort of things that will linger with you. You know the what. The, you know, these these kids of what these kids have said and what they've been through you 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 don't although you don't it doesn't go into too much detail you do hear things and you think oh god this guy's clearly fucking you know nuts there's there's something really wrong with this guy that but they i mean they don't like i said they don't go into it but yeah i, I really loved it uh, it's uh, really well directed brilliant performances nice little horror movie yeah, can't recommend it enough. Well, there we go. That's uh, that's good news. I was I'm looking forward to catching this one. Um, I've heard very good things. So uh, yeah, so that's great. Well, from one good horror movie to uh, to another reasonable horror movie. Actually, uh, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Um, Candyman, 20, oh, 20, 2020, 2021, 2021, <laughs> I think due to due to COVID, I, I think it was meant to be yeah. 2019 or 2020. Um, so, yeah, I, I was, you know, this this one turned up on Amazon. I don't know when, um, but I found it this week. I was like, oh, it's on Amazon now. It's on Amazon Prime. 
so i thought you know i'll give it a watch i really like i love the first Candyman movie um the sequels the first... not so much but yeah the first one is, is the first still, one is still really good still amazing unsettling mm. and just oh the soundtrack everything about that first movie is just really uh oppressive <laughs> in in a really good yeah, way it's, like it's, it's such a, an oppressive genuinely heavy movie yeah like it really really is and you really feel that um so i was curious about this one and um so uh directed by uh naya da costa and uh starring yaya who is far better in this than he was in the matrix whatever it was uh, <laughs> from last year um yeah. uh coleman domingo uh rodney l lewis third uh and uh tiona paris so um i first of all I, I don't know if this is a spoiler i didn't realize this was a sequel <laughs> i thought this was a remake yeah no uh, it's, it's, it's uh, from what i've, I've it's a proper it's sequel a, it's a yeah it's an actual sequel it is a full-blown sequel uh which surprised me as i was watching because i was like ah oh oh okay it's 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 a it's a full-on sequel cool um so yeah it basically sent 2019 which is kind of funny because uh isn't like candy man 3 set in 2020 or 2021 so like it's technically a prequel to the third one although i don't think they count that movie as a as a thing in this universe um it uh it stars uh a character called uh anthony and he's an artist um, my, sorry my guess is that this just basically follows the first one i don't think uh there are references to things that happened in the, well they they name the original candy man and he gained he got that name from the second movie they didn't name him the first one so i'm assuming oh. it kind of kind of takes elements from the second but really only references the first one for the most part you're absolutely right right um yeah and that's very in vogue at the moment anyway as we've said yeah, many a time you know yeah, ignore everything but the first movie um ignore everything but the first movie whilst taking bits from the other movies uh, it's yeah. the way to go um but yeah anthony is an artist and he lives in chicago with his girlfriend uh who's like an art gallery director um and he's basically looking for inspiration he's kind of uh, uh you know having a bit of a block creative way uh you know with his creativity and he's got a uh a gig coming up he's got a gallery to fill or, or you know a, a part of a gallery that, that they want him to, to to fill um and he takes uh inspiration from uh the cabrini green projects and he hears about the legends of of Helen Lyle. And one of the things I really like about this movie, actually, is that it does a really good job with urban legend and storytelling, where we we see residents of of Cabrini Green talking about Helen from the first movie and mm. the Candyman. And it's not always accurate. It's like it's their memory or what they've heard happened, um, yeah. which is kind of fun. Like where it's not like they, they everyone they meet tells them the correct story. Like things have changed slightly where they heard this or oh this happened and you know supposedly this happened. Um, yeah. And it's all done with like puppets, like paper okay. cutout silhouettes, uh, which is really creepy and cool. Um, so we kind of see the the you know over the years this the legend of helen 
is like almost as big as the legend of the candy man and and it, you know um yeah. you know what she did or didn't do during that time um <clears throat> and um you know it it's for the most part you you know the plot you know where it's certainly by by the halfway point i was like okay i'm pretty sure i can see where this is ending up um particularly with with tony uh todd's cameo which was like i I can see where this is going um and i wasn't terribly surprised when we got there Uh, i wasn't terribly sold on the ending but for the most part i really enjoyed this movie uh it's got some really good you know kills and scares um it doesn't rely on jump scares like um because the sequels leaned heavily into jump scare territory um there's a lot less of that here my memory of the the sequels is very vague i i remember the second one reasonably well because i still own that the third one i like vague vague memories of these days i know now i've seen it couldn't tell you what happens in it sure it's day of the dead so it's that one it's the one with all of that in it oh okay that does bring back a few things yeah yeah there's like a parade in it and you know there's day of the dead parade and all that stuff in yep. it, if i remember rightly um so it's uh it's 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 uh, overall i i thought really uh you know competent film it's it's a good uh a good it's certainly a better sequel than the other sequels right low right. bar but it's it certainly feels like a true sequel to the original i think it does the original justice in a lot of ways you do get that oppressive feel of uh of the 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 you know projects um and the area uh obviously there is social commentary in the original there's social commentary yeah. here uh it's less nuanced here than no, in Candyman, not- the original no. Um, but it's not, you know, it's not terrible. It's just occasionally it's so on the nose. You're like, mm. you know, when when you've got a film like Candyman, the original, I yeah. fucking, I fuck, can we stop calling sequels the same name? Oh. Yeah. Like, original Candyman. Was... You, don't have to put, you don't have to put a numeral in it. Just no, just, just, just a, a subtitle a or something. Yeah. Um, it, it It's just, yeah, it's far less nuanced than the original. And, and occasionally it's kind of so on the nose here that it pulls you out of the movie a bit where you're like, Oh, okay. The film just stops dead for you to, for you. It, it, it's almost like it does that horrible thing that modern movies feel the need to do where they have to explain to the audience exactly what they're seeing. You know, it's right. like, this is what's going on, you know, whereas yeah. the original, you know, the original would just show you, uh, you know, acts of, of oppression or racism. This film will, will just stop the film to be like, look, racism yeah. are you um, paying attention yeah are you paying attention so it, it it's fine it's it's occasional uh but it's just it's a lot less nuanced than the original was um i do hold the original in pretty high regard though because i think it's mm-hmm. a masterpiece i think it's one of the best slasher movies uh to be honest it it's kind of underrated in that regard i think does when people count- think of slasher movies they're always like oh halloween does, does, or, it, say, does it count as a slasher movie i think it does because it's i think it's more i mean it's a it's a it's a I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it does. Okay. I don't know. Why wouldn't it? <laughs> well, well, I guess. I, guess you know, I mean, I mean, they're all supernatural brothers. by the end. Yeah. So you know. I suppose so. I guess this one just. Yeah. If if, if Nightmare not, on Elm if, Street's a slasher, then I think this is. I don't think Nightmare. Nice, I don't think Nightmare on Elm Street's a slasher either. No. Well, uh, it's it's a grey area. It's one of those things, isn't it? It's yes, 
for, for what he does, yeah, he's a slasher. But the but it's more than that because it's to do with dreams and sure. And I think with the Candyman, it's to do with his, his... sort of legacy yeah. and um, kind of the avatars of that legacy. Yes, and it's... this this film does a very good job of that as well. It's really cool. It, it does some really cool things with the legacy of the Candyman and the various incarnations of the Candyman throughout history. Um, it's it's real fun uh, for the most part. Yeah, I, I genuinely yeah. enjoyed this one. Um, and and as I said, it was it was very unexpected for me to find out that it was a sequel because I had mm. no idea. Um, yeah, I did, yeah. I, I did know it was a sequel. Yeah, I thought it was really good. So uh, yeah, for the most part, like I said, ending slightly disappointed me, but uh, for the most part, really enjoyed it. Okay. So what else have you watched, Matt? Uh, so I uh, watched the Terminal List. Oh, okay, yeah. So I've watched one episode of The Terminal List, and uh, I, I spoiled the fact that we were going to cover it at the start of the show by uh, leaving the thumbnail up. <laughs> so, uh, well, you've seen all of it. What did you think of have, The Terminal List? So it's uh, it's an Amazon uh, exclusive. It's mm-hmm. uh, Chris Pratt, uh, Constance Wu, Taylor Kitsch, uh, Riley Keough, and uh, Jan Triplehorn, and, oh, what is his name? It's uh, Jai Courtney. Okay, I I I have a real soft spot for Jai Courtney. Uh, I do you know I he was in he started when he he turned up. I was like, I know that dude. I cannot place him. I right that dude. And it took me a while. It's like, oh, of course, it's Jai Courtney. Well, maybe. <laughs> um, so this is uh, Chris Pratt plays James Reese, who is a, uh, a Navy SEAL. Yeah, uh, and him and his team have been. Uh, hunting this uh, chemical weapons guy um, in, um, I think it's Afghanistan. I'm pretty sure it's Afghanistan. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, and they get a tip off that uh, he's going to be in this uh, this compound. Yeah. So they gather themselves and they attack this compound, and the operation is a complete and utter shit show. It's really... So this is the only episode I've watched. Mm. I thought this was really tense and, and the gunfight yeah. was really intense where, where people are dying that you think, oh, they, they're going to live, surely. And they're like, oh, yeah. God, okay. Uh, I, I thought this was really well, well directed, actually, this action, action uh, set it, piece here. It, yeah, the, the action is, is stupendous. It's mm. really fucking good, the, the action scenes in this. Um, so basically, you know, no... It's not really spoilers or anything. The, the the it goes terribly wrong, and they pretty much all die except for two of them. Um, and uh, when they're back home, uh, the other guy uh, shoots himself. Yeah. Um, only Reese doesn't believe that he shot himself. There are inconsistencies with with what happens. Um, I suppose a little spoiler, which uh, it kind of did please and- me. The 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 ambush was clearly a setup as well. Oh god, yeah, like, it, like clearly, like clearly it. none of them were meant to walk out of that one. Yeah. No, it was it's it was you know there there was a few the 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 uh, the, the, the problem he he has is that his memory of the incident seems compromised. Yeah, he says that the guy they had an asset that was with them who 
was supposed to have intel on them. And they he says that he was the guy that got squirrely. He um, set off these charges, <coughs> which trapped them. Uh, but the audio that, that um, was um, from the the audio from the the operation says that one of the younger members of the team is the one that panicked and set mm. off these charges. So he seems to be having problem with his memory. He's he's been getting headaches. Um, and the thing with his his friend who, who who supposedly committed suicide, there was I actually did like this plot point. It was a very interesting plot point. Um, and I'm it's just a, it's a little spoiler, but. The guy who who kills himself, um, he kills himself with a nine millimeter gun, yeah, millimeter pistol, and there is a there's a little thing where he says he says we used to talk about this all the time. He always had a forty five. He put stopping power over you know the other the the nine millimeter at any time. So he was always he always had a Colt nineteen eleven. And I had the the, the nine millimeter. There was no way he shot himself with a a nine millimeter. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was that was kind of cool. I, I did like that. That, that that little sort of little detail was 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 a kind of cool thing. Yeah. Um. So Reese starts, you know, basically realizing that something's wrong. Uh. And when he gets home, well, he he get he gets home his and his wife and his daughter. Um, you know they're they're worried about him, but you know they they obviously that you know they're, they're they're supportive and stuff. But as things start going wrong, and uh, again, it's not really a spoiler. He goes to have a a, a scan because things aren't adding up. Um, and when he's in the scan, he is attacked, and um, he fights off these uh, the, the, his attackers, and he realizes that the, that these attackers are going to be his house. And of course, again, a minor spoiler, but not really. He, when he gets home, his wife and child have been murdered, and then from there, it you know it go it goes on like that. Yeah, I uh, go on. Sorry. Sorry, no, no, you, you carry on. No, no, I was just going to say, I, I, from what I saw this, this, this first episode is the only thing I've had time to watch. Uh, I, I thought, you know, Chris Pratt's really good in this in this role. He's actually, he's really believable. Um, he is completely believable as this 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 soldier. I, he clearly has done his homework. I think this was his baby as well. I think he read the book and wanted to make this. So I think he's he had a lot of you know he had a big hand in this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was really happy to see Taylor Kitsch. Um, Taylor Kitsch, I think, is one of those actors that kind of got. He was he was going to be the next big thing, and I think the movies that he kind of made for reasons that were obviously beyond him sank without a trace. You know, like John Carter and yeah, there's a couple of other. You know, you think, oh god, if if those movies would have would have just got an audience, I think he would have been a he, he'd have been a genuinely bigger name than he is. Mm. <clears throat> He's really good, Constance Wu. Uh, is the reporter that's helping him look into these um, dealings and what's going on with what's uh, what's happening? Uh, and clearly, you know, it's not really a a, 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 uh, a spoiler to say that there's something is going on with this this thing. There is a, obviously a big conspiracy that's lead leads to 
uh, Jai Courtney's character, who is the the, the uh, CEO of this company that uh, makes, well, they, there's like a mercenary company, but they also they make uh, drugs and things, and and you know these things unfold. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, the the action is amazing. The uh, I, I really enjoyed a lot of it. There's there's there was one episode where it begins to stretch your credulity on how much <laughs> damage he can take. Okay. Uh, there's an there's, a, there's an episode quite later on where uh, he's it's very first blood. He right. is he's on the run and he's being jumping hunted. off the side of a cliff kind of deal or. Yes. Okay. It's full on first blood. There is there is stuff that he does in this episode that you're like, how is he still fucking walking? <coughs> There's, I mean, the, my my wife just said, no, he's dead. There's no way. Yeah, he's yeah, dead. like that's it. He, I mean, the thing is that that um, you know, first blood did all of that in in a reasonably believable way, and he gets really messed up, and it's only luck that he really survives um, yeah this, this is a common problem with uh, movies these days they, they they feel like they have to go so over the top mm. you know like I remember that Terminator movie not that you're expecting realism from Terminator necessarily but uh, whichever the one it was one Genesis I think it was the the okay. one with the car crash on the bridge and it's like they are all, oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. Dead. dead all of them there is no way they survived that yeah um, like like that last Batman movie as well. The, 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 yeah, crap. yeah, yep, they're, yeah. They're all dead. They're all dead. Um, but yeah, uh, it... uh, so Constance Wu's character, the the the, the thing, uh, the, uh, the the journalist, um, she makes a couple of mistakes that I just think, why would you do that? She's a journalist. Surely she would know not to do that, but she does anyway. Right. And I, you know, you have to. I I know you have to sort of give a little leeway for storytelling and. You know, for for building up the the, the tension, not not make you know, not not. Uh, I, I I suppose it's just sort of convenience for her character to 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 get found in certain things, and you think, oh, mm. surely it, she would know not to do that. She's supposed to be a seasoned jo- journalist, but yeah, it's a minor thing. Um, there are some incredibly gory bits in this that i did not expect to see chris pratt doing okay um, he oh did i tell should i say um fuck it I, 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 it's, it's not really a spoiler but he full-on gut someone with a tomahawk okay a tomahawk with a yeah with a tomahawk with okay a, with a, 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 a small little hatchet tomahawk. yeah no i know what a tomahawk is yeah, yeah, uh, just, no, yeah. no, no i didn't mean it sorry i didn't <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, you know, it's it's a very stylized tomahawk that right, has. okay, um, yeah, and it's you didn't happen, really happen to boring. fall into the old west and come across a tomahawk. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be part of the sort of the unit thing. Uh, okay, yeah, it's like their their kind of symbol or mascot kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. he's got he, he's got this um uh his 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 sort of. I think it must be. I think it's his, his garage. His garage is, is where he's got all his, you know, guns and things. He's got like his weapon safe and that. And he has these two um, tomahawks on the wall, sort of thing. Okay. Um, 
yeah it's 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 like they're decorative but clearly very sharp just in case well they they look like i think they were specially designed so they 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 just look they're, they're um just steel they're just you know uh, one, okay. one one piece steel tomahawks um and it's really gory and really grim um i i can i can certainly see why a lot of left people uh left leaning people really hate this show um because it's full on american uh, loving america yeah I've got weapons everywhere in my in my uh, in my shed, sort of thing. Um, I mean, he's get, at one point he's even wearing uh, a cap with a, an American flag in it, where the the, the stripes are bullets. Oh God! So it's <laughs> it, it's 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 clearly you know gonna ruffle some feathers. Um, <clears throat> but I I think it's a genuinely arguably though that that's the kind of person i would expect to be on a seal team yes you know just throwing out there I mean, as you know exactly um it's it's not what they want to think about but it's it, you know and he's he's everything that a lot of these things don't show he's a good father he's a you know he, he's got his his code of honor sort of thing and and it's just a genuinely good and solid action series mm. i i certainly like uh like i said i've only, I only watched one episode so far but i, I really enjoyed it I thought it was great what yeah. i've seen of it so it's uh... it's, it's real it's it, it, at times it's fun at times it's 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 gory um pretty much all the performances are great um you know jai courtney is is suitably slimy as this this ceo ceo yeah. you know who's a bit of a a, a glory stealer mm-hmm. um You've got, you know, um, Janine Triple Horn is the is this senator that's looking into these sorts of things, uh, and you've got Riley Keough who playing his wife. It's, it's a very, uh, you know, it's a small performance, but you know, she's she's in it more than you think because you know she gets killed quite quickly, but she's in sort of flashbacks and he sees her and you know sort of thing. Right. Um, I really loved it. It's really good. It's, it's not as good as Reacher. I think Reacher was was a, was was better, uh, but but it's really nice. It's really enjoyable. It's you know there's no real pretensions. It's just a great solid action series. Hmm. Yeah, cool. And, and and again, just great performance. I was I was actually surprised at how how you know I I, I guess grown-up Chris Pratt can be, I suppose. Is, is, That's the thing. That's why I was looking forward to seeing this, is just seeing him in a much more serious kind of yeah. role than, than the think, usual I, comedy. And I, I, I believe it. I think I, I genuinely believe that he, he's, you know, this character. It's it, it, Never did I think, oh, it's that guy from Parks and Rec or... or yeah, or Guardians. Or, yeah. Guardians. He's not that... He's not silly at all. He's a genuinely cool character. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, that that's good. That's good. And I think it, there's there's a number. I think there's a number of books, so it's you know, it's, I, I'm sure that there, it, there will be more if it does well. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it's gonna it's it's done pretty well so far. So I, I'm pretty sure that it's gonna have a uh, some sequel series. Oh, cool. So what else have you watched? I know you got one more film, right? Yeah. Um. I I will uh, say I, I'm not going to review it yet because it's not finished. Yeah. But the other thing I definitely would recommend people watch, um, which 
uh, is still going is is the old man with Jeff Bridges and um, John Lithgow. That I it's it's an FX show and it's fucking phenomenal. Hmm. It's uh, so far it's one of the best things I've seen for a while. It's really really good, um, and you know Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow are amazing, which you kind of expect really. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's that's got a similar sort of it's it's uh, set in two time periods. It's set in the eighties and it's set now, and it's uh, Jeff Bridges is this um, he's an ex uh, CIA agent uh, who's been on the run for since the eighties, and uh, John Lithgow was his um, handler, and he's now uh, like a controller of the FBI or I think it's the FBI, uh, and it's how they're their relationship uh, sort of happened and how um, whatever they did in Afghanistan in the 80s has is having repercussions now and you okay. know, it's about legacy and it's really fucking good huh. you, you know so uh, as I said I haven't finished it it isn't finished yet but I, I strongly recommend people see that because I think it's fantastic yeah cool so the last movie I have seen is called The Sea Beast. The Sea Beast, yes. So this is a Netflix movie. Mm. Uh, it's a, I guess, a kids kids movie stroke family movie. <coughs> it stars the voice talents of Carl Urban, uh, Zarius Angel, uh, Angel Hector, Marianne Jean Baptiste, and uh, Jared Harris. Uh, and it's uh, basically set in this world where these giant sea beasts uh, are uh, attack uh, settlements and you have these um, the hunters who go out and, and hunt these enormous beasts right and at the very beginning uh, you, you're introduced to there's a, well, there's a, a small boy survives this wreckage and he's uh, he, he grows up to be Carl Urban's character of Jacob and he was rescued by um, Jared Harris's character of Captain Crow, and they're sort of—they seem to be the, the 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 best hunters there are. Right. And um, during one of the hunt, there's they, there's there's uh, this legendary uh, beast called—I uh, think it's, it's called Red. Well, what is it called? Red Red Bluster, I think they call it. Right. And. They're hunting this uh, this this ginormous red red monster, and um, they spot this other ship that's uh, in danger, and it's being attacked by this other creature. And they've got to make a decision whether to rescue these people or carry on hunting the in in a sort of you know Moby Dick kind of style. This creature took the captain's eye, and he's you know, determined to to hunt this this red bluster. Um, but Jacob persuades the captain to, you know, we've got a code. We we have to go and rescue this ship. Yeah. So they they turn round, they rescue this uh, these this other ship. They hunt this this creature, and then they go back to sort of the the, uh, the city. And the king and queen, uh, supposedly they 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 hunt beasts. They come back to the king and queen. The king and queen pay them. Right. Only this time the the queen and the king and queen say, well. We've, we saw that you you didn't hunt the red bluster. We saw that you you made a decision to rescue these people. We don't pay you to res to rescue people. We pay you to hunt monsters. Um, I, there's a new plan. We're doing away with the hunters, and we've got this new admiral, and we've got this new ship, 
and they're going to go and deal with it. We don't need you anymore. Okay. So cap, the captain says, okay, well, I'll tell you what, you know, the, the, the ship they've, they've built is ginormous with just cannons all over the fucking. <laughs> right. Uh, he says, basically, uh, okay, you then give us one more trip. And if we can catch it, then um, the hunters will carry on. If the uh, the admiral catches it, then, then you know we'll give, we'll give up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then you are introduced to Maisie, who is this small orphan girl uh, who reads stories of the hunters, and her parents apparently were uh, hunters on this ship that went down, I think, with all hands. So she. Is the is the child of uh, uh, hunters that served on this famous ship, uh, and she's, you know, sneaking out and she's she's joining. Uh, she basically she stows away on the on the ship and you know she becomes their sort of cabin girl as it were sort of thing. Um, the animation, of for the ships and the ocean, is absolutely stunning. Mm. The boats are really really well done. Um, the first creature you see, I thought was quite a nice um, design. It was it's sort of this weird sort of fish tentacle thing, which which was really really nice. Uh, the red bluster looks like it's made of plastic, and has <laughs> and has the vague look of toothless from How to Change Your Dragon. Uh, which... Yeah. Okay. So I saw, I saw a screenshot of that when I was looking for a thumbnail of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so starts off really good i was actually really quite impressed with how it starts off and then slowly it becomes something else um it starts being incredibly preachy preachy oh yeah about by what the um, monarchy or yes oh okay i was joking but okay no, cool no, no, no. so okay so about um not quite halfway through um, when well, they're hunting this this red creature, and um, she cuts these ropes that she's not supposed to, because the, the ship is being dragged down by the monster, um, and the captain is full on a being a Captain Ahab, and he's you know sure yeah yeah he's, he's yeah. still the beast. Uh, don't you cut the ropes? And the little girl cuts the ropes. Jacob lets her cut the ropes. Um, from. Carl Urban's character starts off being this incredibly competent guy who is, there's, there's, when they're, they're they're fighting the first monster, he's running around the ship, you know, stopping people going overboard and um, cutting tentacles to to rescue the crew, and he's doing all these amazing things. As soon as the girl turns up, he's an idiot. Right. And there's this there is this moment where she is you know, reading these books and she says, Oh, um, can you be a hero and be wrong? Uh, <laughs> and she, they literally say, Oh, the, the, the history, we shouldn't be believing the history books. The history books are wrong. In, in this world, the history books are wrong. Well, yes, but it doesn't feel like that. It feels like they're telling you a message. Okay. That they're clearly saying, you know, don't believe the history books. History books are only written by by rich people, you know. <laughs> yeah. This, the 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 monster, these sea beasts, they're not horrible monsters at all. The you know the the the, the kings and queens. That I mean, they are... I mean, the big red one does look kind of cute. 
they, they, they started this war to get rich. I'm, yeah. You're not sure how they got rich by starting this war, but so fine. It sounds like they're spending an awful lot of money, actually. But Yeah, this is what doesn't really make sense. They're, they're paying them to hunt these monsters. They're, like, they're paying vast how amounts they're of money. Making to... money is, is, I don't know. Mm. But by the end of it, there's a the, the Maisie gives this big speech to the people and saying how you know all these books that they've been reading they all have the crown symbol on it so they've been telling us lies all this time it it absolutely fucking infuriated me <laughs> i oh no i hate this fucking movie with a passion oh it's, it sounded quite positive when you started you know, you know the as i said the, the the animation's really good um for the most part the performances are, qu- are quite good the, the, you know Jared Harris is, is is great as Captain Crow uh Carl Urban you know his character starts off quite well there's there's this really interesting dynamic set up between these two characters him and and Captain Crow and Captain Crow saying you know when I die uh, you know this ship was mine it was my father's it was my my grandfather's when I die I'm leaving it to you uh-huh and it's clearly got a message about legacy right being a very bad thing hmm. and yeah it was it, it's awful i would oh, no. never i would never let a kid watch this movie if it you know i don't have kids but if i did but if you did they wouldn't would be watching not, this I, they would not be watching this awful preachy fucking movie oh, it's terrible Stay the fuck away from it. It all it all costs. It's not worth it. Watch How to Train Your Dragon. They have a. Do you know they, I've never watched those either. Um, they do uh, look fun though. They're really good. Mm. They are really good. They have a message of, you know, these mon- they're they're dragons, but they're not evil monsters. Sure. Yeah, yeah. They you that that's fine. Don't I judge a book by I, its cover and all that. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that as your message. No. What I do have a problem is when they're trying they're like browbeating you and trying to tell you that you shouldn't be reading history history is full of r- rubbish and you're told nonsense by these people we you know it it was the worst kind of i'm gonna say it it's the worst kind of communist fucking propaganda I've ever seen. <laughs> god damn it's even that, got he's even got a giant red monster um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well i mean yes i mean i actually Funnily enough, I didn't actually make that connection, but now you <laughs> it. I mean, I know that make, it's, it makes me sound like a, 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 a fucking, you know, well, no, I mean, it's, it's conspiracy theorist. It's the impression you've got, you know. Uh, genuinely, I think it was awful. It was just so badly done. It was, it was, there's, <clears> they, they built a diverse world where the crew of the, these ships are all races. Yeah, you sure. Know, all colors, and there are there are. I can see that from the thumbnail. You know, yeah. There are there are there are you know, lady generals and all that sort of stuff. That wasn't an issue. What there was no issue with that whatsoever. It's when it started digging it. This sort of, you know, oh, history is only made by by rich people, and and they're they're all terrible because they all they want is money. You know, wars are bad, and we should. If we only stop wars, you know, we could all settle down with the monsters and be fine. Fuck off. Mm. Seriously. I mean, we, yeah. All right. No. It was a terrible movie and I hated it. <laughs> there we go. You uh, you ran the gambit today. 
it, from from great amazing to like average to awful yeah um that's very true I, I just had average and pretty good so i did all right right um i haven't watched my well i mean i have been watching tv this is this is why i haven't i you know i haven't watched the uh the the terminal list much because i've been keeping up with uh the orville which continues to be excellent i haven't watched today's episode yet but loving loving that so far um and uh strange new worlds which is up and down but I'm enjoying an awful lot more than I was expecting to enjoy. Not touching that with a barge pole. I know you. No, that's fair. I, I'm actually genuinely surprised at how good some of this is. There, there's certainly, <laughs> there's certainly some retconning going I mean, on though. The I last that I heard, they they literally remake Balance of Terror, which is my favorite. I, so I believe that's the season finale. Uh, obviously, we're not there because we're behind America. Oh, okay, I see. Right, uh, but I have heard that that's that's what they do, isn't it? Something to do with Pike deciding to not, I, yeah, not I think sacrifice a, himself because they've got this kind of dumb thing since Discovery, where he knows his future now and like, yeah, he knows his fate. He knows he's gonna cark it. Well, not cark it, but become the sort of crippled. Yeah, it's kind of dumb that the Klingons gave him a... <clears throat> the Klingons that were in charge of these time crystals in Season 2 of Discovery, which, you know, it's just Discovery. Um, yep. They they showed him his... Okay, fine. They showed him his future using a time crystal. Yeah. But they only showed his future up to the point where he was a, a horribly crippled, unable to, to talk uh, wreck of a man because yeah. of radiation and neglected to show the bit when in the end it all turns out fine for him yeah they they neglected that bit so they've only shown him the really shit part um not the bit where he's gonna live in peace with the woman he loves for the rest of his life in, in paradise even though you know it's it's a fake paradise but it's a paradise right it worked out okay um so he's kind of dealing with that and as i understand i think that last episode uh you know deals with the consequences of of him not choosing not to to take that path or, or whatever um but uh yeah so we're not there the idea yet. that you can change balance of terror just well, I, I, I'm assuming it's it's it would it would change if he chooses yeah, to do. Yeah, I mean, what he's doing. I, uh, yeah, I understand that it's not <clears throat> thing. It's it's a thing, but the uh, yeah, no. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I haven't got there yet, so I can't I can't really say beyond what I've heard of it. Um, but so far, I mean, I, it's it's been all right for the most part. They they've changed. They are retconning quite a bit. Um, yeah, the Gorn are now like fucking full-on villains um yeah which is weird because uh, from my memory of the gorn they were always fiercely territorial mm-hmm. and pretty much would attack anyone that went in their space yeah but in this they're like full-on attacking they're just going around marauding and attacking starships and stuff and it's like <clears throat> they only really did that from my memory when they were in their space so they've kind of retconned that's, a lot of that but that's meeting the Gorn too early anyway, isn't it? Uh, well, they haven't... So far in the show, they haven't met them face to face. There are survivors okay. from... from. So there are people on the ship that have met or been involved with the Gorn before. Right. From like okay. other, other races and stuff. And they're kind of, you know, horror stories of the Gorn and things. I'm, I'm assuming they're building the Gorn to be the big bad of... of strange new worlds ultimately right um but okay. yeah i mean it is what it is I've, I've enjoyed uh, I, mean, I said i suppose if you need a bad guy i, suppose, I guess 
choosing the corn is better than some, I suppose. Well, I mean, for the most part, I guess it's mostly untapped. Yeah. I mean, was it like one episode of TOS, one episode of Enterprise? That's about it. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Actually, the en- actually, Enterprise did the Gorn thing way too early already. <laughs> They've yeah. already done that. Doesn't Archer kill a Gorn? In, in, uh... Yeah, they're a lot different, though, aren't they? They're almost like another bloody species, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if they're going to show them in this or, or not. At the moment, it was just their ships. So uh, it's been space-based. But um, it feels like they're ultimately building towards that. But yeah, it's been up and down. Some episodes have been shite. Some episodes have been pretty good. So overall, it's kind of evening out to be okay. Um, the Orville is fantastic, though. Like, just yeah. full-on brilliant. Every episode I've seen so far. Unless today's is an absolute mess. Uh, it's like <laughs> every episode I have absolutely loved so far. And I, I look forward to every Thursday. Remember when you used to look forward to the next time the show is on that i haven't had this for so long and now i'm like oh thursday yes orville (laughs) i've kind of got that with the old man at the moment that's great it's so nice like it's been so long since i've had that that like oh i can't wait for this day of the week to finish work and watch the orville or watch my favorite show like that that i haven't had that for so long probably since doctor who like when you know when i used to really like doctor who uh it's been that long for me since because yeah. a lot of shows since then have all been like well they're all released at the same time or you yeah. know whatever um but yeah i'm really enjoying the orville so it's been good fun but yeah as a result i haven't finished the terminal list but i will finish it because uh, it does look really good yeah i i really recommend it it's, mm. it's good it's a really good show so anyway is there anything else uh we should mention james khan we should mention james khan you're absolutely right hell of a career 82 yep um we should also mention uh alan grant as of today not film related but comic book related yes um but yeah um yeah james khan jesus what career yeah alienation misery um rollerball which is one of my i love rollerball i love rollerball i think that's a great movie i i love a lot of those like social commentary movies from the 70s i i an 80 early 80s i'm a big fan of yeah when i think they were doing it right <laughs> rollerball does it really well yeah i mean that that is some biting commentary in that that you know you talk about corporate america or whatever um yeah, yeah. rollerball's great obviously I, I think it's biggest as this is probably the godfather yes yeah uh, but yeah, wonderful, wonderful actor. Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, and that's kind of it. There's a, a brief thing I saw that Ryan Gosling apparently wants to play Ghost Rider. Which yeah, I, guess enough. I, I guess I could see. I, I uh, could see it. Whether they do Ghost Rider any justice is... I, don't, oh, I mean, I have no faith in, in, in the MCU right now in, at all these days. So the idea that they could do a decent Ghost Rider movie... Um, baffles me <laughs> i just can't see it i mean let's face it the other the the, the two ghost Rider movies that exist aren't good movies no um, i and i kind of feel sorry for um uh cage because i think he oh he loves that character he loves so that character. much he so wanted those movies to be good that but... first film is fucking terrible oh it's awful really i, I awful. think from memory the second one is a bit better but it is like I, I still don't think it was very good not good no i mean his performance is, is better i think in the second one he, he's he plays him with this weird sort of swagger that i quite like 
I do kind of question. I mean, maybe this is just me. Um, I I kind of question whether Ghost Rider would make for a good film anyway. I've I've always kind of seen Ghost Rider. I'm like, eh, there's some kind of cool things, but for the most part, he's just exists to look cool on Ghost Rider comic works. covers. Like he looks yeah, cool. He, he just he looks works. really cool. But he, beyond that, well, when he's with other yes, as uh, ensemble, absolutely that that I could see. Marvel spooky characters, you know, like Harley Quinn. Yeah, G- great ensemble. Don't make don't, a film about Harley Quinn. About I, Harley that's Quinn. kind of how I feel about Ghost Rider. Where I'm like, if Ghost yeah. Rider's guesting it in a, in something, or he's well, I think that's, turning it, up. I I, know, I think they were planning on doing the Midnight Suns at one point, which is a, okay. You know, a, a team up team of, of the sort of the weirder characters, and 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 I guess Rider's one of, the, one of them. I'm I'm guessing he's going to be playing the the Johnny Blaze version. If he yeah. is um, playing Ghost Rider, but you, yeah, I could see that. Ryan I could Gos- see him. I mean, Ryan Gosling's fantastic. So. Yeah, so, so I've got no problem with that. I no. just just a shame that it's the it's the current Disney doing it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm 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 just kind of bored of superhero movies anyway, to be honest. Yeah. So at this point, and I do feel like you know, as as well crafted as most of those Marvel movies are. Uh, until like recent more recent ones have definitely felt a lot yeah. worse in oh, I, my opinion i, uh, I, I, I just for, i just forgot i actually did watch um the doc strange movie oh the new one yeah it's awful isn't it uh it's <laughs> i mean you it, could I, feel the there are scenes of raimi there are scenes of raimi so annoying, isn't it? and and it's so... it's great to see how uh how even in that uh in in that kind of corporate disney structure he still managed to keep so much of his style yeah there was there was some there were some genuinely creepy moments where you you just think god that is and the music is so spot on as well the music was really good actually in certain bits some of the you know the bits where he's he's controlling the dead yeah Um, yeah yeah it's it's all very uh evil dead uh army of darkness kind of yeah you know really uh remy but oh it's a bit of a stinker it's a real mess what did make me laugh is that I know they it was chopped and changed and recut, but what I find hilarious is they the initial test audiences for, for the when the original cut said that her, the America Chavez character was absolutely unlikable. Okay. She apparently was so awful that they recut her recut her character to make her more, I guess, sympathetic and and and. and okay. A, and not a more likable character. And I thought she was pretty meh. I didn't find her, I, I must admit, I didn't I, find her unlikable. I, it did make me think, wow, how bad was she originally, though? Hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't find her unlikable. Uh, no, was she it? was fine. It was. I think there was just enough of, of, of her in it to make you go, yeah, all right. Yeah, I, I do struggle to be like, now I am. There's a lot of very baffling stuff with, with just Scarlet Witch. Uh, her logic and 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 the the logic of the film is the fact that like, she keeps hey saying... i've got access to the entire multiverse and every yeah. every like every you know infinite possibilities of the multiverse and it's like do, do you want to find one where vision's alive now no yeah okay, no, no, okay. No. Don't, don't worry about it then. Don't bother. do you want to do you want to find one where you've got your made-up invented kids uh and so they like, don't have their mother so you don't yeah, have to kill exactly. yourself in that universe sure, there's no? a universe no. out there where you're the kids survive and the parents don't so, and they're in need of a, of a, of a mother yeah no let's not worry so about that terrible and and the, the bloody 
oh they keep they keep bloody introducing things that are so powerful that if they just went and got it they could have ended but, fucking yeah. infinity war in the first chapter yeah like i just like wait why are you I mean, it's yeah, this constant need like every movie has to big up like up upper be up one on the last also, movie you know to, to dig it the choices of previous movies mm. the, the scene at the beginning where he's in the at the wedding but it doesn't even work and though because it's like down so... and says couldn't you have done it different oh you made a decision i think you could have made it better it's like fuck off buddy well to be fair though this movie does that movie does actually show that he could have done it better because he had a he could have gone and got a book the entire time that would have undone all of it and just killed thanos in a second yeah but he chose not to use it i guess (laughs) you know it's it's, it's, i don't know what they're 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 um what started is quite a a tight continuity in the mcu is unraveling fast in front yeah. of us um yeah, they, they just can't and we're, we're we're moving into the for me it's like it's got to the stage where we're in that not that i really watch them anymore but it, whenever i see one now i'm like oh god we've they've reached that fox x-men stage where you have to ignore the continuity of every other movie and just go in with this one. Yeah. Because, like, if you start thinking about the implications of things in this movie for things in other movies, it's starting mm-hmm. to be like, what? Because um, I've not, obviously, I've not watched Thor, whatever, no, Love and I'm Thunder. But apparently they've got something in that that could have killed Thanos immediately as well. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you could just get any wish granted. Yeah, there's a wish. And a apparently wish Thor knew about it and just didn't didn't do it. Yeah. It's so, like, well, like you had the whole like PTSD thing in yeah. in in the uh, end game, and and now apparently he's had the ability to undo it all at any point, even during yeah. the first film. Could have just uh, just been like, hey, Thanos was never born. Okay, um, but apparently didn't. Just chose not to, and and yeah. chose to deal with PTSD all that time without even ever all considering right. that he could just go and do that. But. Yeah, fine. It's 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 getting real messy now. It's getting real messy. But yeah. um, but every now and again, I mean, I really enjoyed that Spider Man movie. That that one, I I didn't think I was gonna like. I really enjoyed. So every now and again, I think that was one of those, uh, you know, mm. outliers, wasn't it? It was sort of. I think so. I mean, there's enough there's enough Sony in it, I guess. To yeah, to... yeah. I mean, That's I only stuff. saw I only saw Doc Strange because my and housemate wanted Sony to. Sony pretty ropey at times as well. So you know. Whilst didn't Sony immediately turn around and made Morbius, which apparently is well, awful, there so. you go, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, not, I, not another film I haven't seen, but I don't think I'll bother. No, I, I'm sure I'll catch it eventually when I when it's on something. Hmm. Have you ever seen the uh, the deleted scene from the end of Blade with Morbius? I never yes. knew that was a thing. Where he's in the on the stood yeah, on the building. I didn't know that was yeah. a thing. I I only discovered that about a month ago. I think because yeah. I guess the Mobius movie come out or Morbius yeah come out. I guess they they did the rounds on YouTube and I was like I have never seen that before. That would have been so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great because they would have probably done something interesting with him back then. Well, especially in the Blade universe, it could have been properly yeah. dark and cool. But mm-hmm. never mind. Yeah, those. I mean, those first two Blade movies are fucking awesome. Yeah, the third one is uh, not. No, <laughs> the third one's fucking awful. The second one's kind of naff towards the end, but oh, um, but Ron Perlman and and, and uh, Wesley Snipes, you know. Yeah, them them sniping. and I the, I love um, you know who who would have thought that one of the, the one of the guys from Bros would make a genuinely terrifying bad guy. Yeah, he kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> does a good job 
and he's great in in the second um, Hellboy movie as well. Yes, yes, he is. Yeah, but yeah, I never in a million years thought that somebody from Bros would actually be a relatively good actor. <laughs> no. I mean, I know he's been in some terrible movies. I've seen some of his other movies, and they're not they're not good, but. In those two, he's well, really. Del Toro good. knew what he was, you know. I guess so. I guess Del, Del Toro knew how to handle him. I suppose, you know, to direct him. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, it goes to show how forgettable that was that you forgot that you saw Doc Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. But never mind. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? I already yeah. know what we're we're doing can... for our next film, so I don't yeah. need to ask uh, you this time. Our next movie is Tron. Never heard of it. <laughs> I mean, it's only one of your favorite movies. <laughs> it's only yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time. It is my go-to make me happy movie. It is forty years old this year. Jesus Christ! Which is damn depressing, but <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Yeah, Tron has always been my. If I'm feeling depressed or down or I'm having a bad day, Tron will always cheer me up. It's yeah. my, you know. It is good, and I've. Um... It's great. We've discussed it before and we will discuss it next week. I still like the second one too. I have softened substantially on my feelings on the second one. That's a film I have almost completely turned around on. I hated it when I saw it, first of all. And I I really like it now. Uh, I've I've really changed my mind over time. Um yeah, weird. Weird how that happens sometimes, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I've I've totally changed my mind on that movie. Um but yeah. Cool. Well, we will catch you next time. Until then, stay safe and take care. And uh, yeah, catch you in the next one.